Rose is your ally. You merely adopted the dark. Ruffy ball! Only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Oh, you were finished! It will allow me to retort. Why, Johnny Ringo? Somebody just walked over your grave. How'd you get life insurance, Lana? Don't they know you're in the danger zone? And they shield Janie's got a gun. Oh shit, Janie Briggs got a gun! <laughs> Janie Briggs got a gun! <laughs> Are you trying not to laugh, man? That's a good fucking quote. First of all, you're doing two different people's lines there. Yeah, I've done that before. That's terrible. That's not a quote. Can't do two people quote. Janie Briggs got a gun. There's your fucking quotes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's a great scene. <laughs> Good movie. Underrated movie. <laughs> Underrated for sure. I usually uh a lot of those parody movies started Aren't started getting ridiculous. Yeah. And like I said, scary movie one and two was much better with the Wayne's brothers yes. and they cut them out and shit got weird and dumb. Three uh, is watchable with the Like there's parts in them that are funny. Like Kevin Hart with the the rat and the mice yeah, argument. Kevin Hart and uh Anthony Anderson yep. got their Few few bits. I think uh, Cat Williams showed up in one. Yep. Eddie Griffin, I think, showed up in one. I'm sure. But yeah, there's funny parts in it. I give him that. Yeah. As movies as a whole, most of them parody movies suck. <laughs> They're Pretty just much, ridiculous. Yeah. They do 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 a little too much. But yeah, uh, not another team movie. I like that one. Yeah. Welcome to the Battle Draft Podcast, season two, episode five. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes but no yes uh god damn <laughs> i like that though no i i one of my favorite memes is like how you know chris evans and it's him as captain america and how i know chris evans and yeah. it's him in his whipped cream bikini right or his banana split <laughs> And it was like, my generation was introduced to Chris Evans this way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. First String Anymore isn't First String Anymore. <laughs> uh, the best was when he uh, when he walks into school for the first time. Yeah. And that was not named Jake Wilder or yes, something. Yes, yep. He sees a picture of himself. Yep. And he goes to another picture of him. Picture, picture of him himself. looking at the picture of himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. I haven't watched that movie in a while, but it's a good one. I always liked when she, she she got out of the pool all wet, and then the girl <laughs> threw the water, threw the water on her, and she started to cry. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Just yeah. Oh, Reggie Ray. <laughs> she only got two more concussions left. Nah, my favorite shit was uh, when they went to the party, and a black dude walked up to uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. Yeah. He's like, "What are you doing, bro?" He's like. I'm the only black dude at this party, man. <laughs> Damn. He's like, shit. Damn. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's whack. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, the, that's the only token black man's role in the movie. Right. Like, shit. Damn. Damn. That's whack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what entertained you this week? Fuck. You mean in the last three weeks since our last podcast? Yeah, pretty much. Lots. Lots. Do you want me to go over all of it? 
Yeah, might as well save Prey and uh, Last Dragon for last. <laughs> Dude, I've got some notes. <laughs> On what? Since our last podcast. Okay. <laughs> about our podcast? Yes. Oh, God. You made a comment <laughs> about <laughs> uh, Samuel Tarly being the uh, Hermione <laughs> of yeah. Game of Thrones, and I attribute him more to a Neville Longbottom. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Because he's it. like same kind of goofy dude, but he helped out a lot in the background, but didn't really get all the credit. Sure. Like, a lot of things would have been possible without Neville's goofy ass. Yeah. So, that's just something I thought of. I don't know why that bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you call her Hermione. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> if anybody, Tyrion, Tyrion was the Hermione of Game of Thrones. Sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, shit, I don't even remember what we talked about last, but... Was mo- movies I've seen in the last couple weeks, I saw that movie Black Phone. Which oh, is yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to see that. As the... It's on the, HBO the yet? The Grabber, The Snatcher, yeah. whatever. It's on Good HBO movie. yet? No. No? You had to rent it? I was at the theaters. Oh, at the theaters, okay. Yeah, I invited you, but you punked out per usual. No, you didn't invite me to Black Phone. I'm sure I did. You invited me to Thor and I punked out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Black Phone was really good. It was different. A little bit, a little, little different. I liked the style, the way they did it, and it turned out pretty good. Ethan Hawke was cool. Like I said, he's been putting in a lot of work lately. Yeah, he is. Good for him. Love and Thunder. Yep, Thor. Thor. Uh, overall, I mean, it's still a good movie. A lot of people giving it hate. Not hate, just like they try to get a little too silly with it. Sure. At one point in the beginning of the movie... Thor rode on Stormbreaker like a like a broom, a witch, like a witch on a broom. Okay, it was just ridiculous. I'm like, that was dumb. But he was just going through some. He was going through some emotions. He was in his feels. No, sure. But the movie was cool overall. There were goats. <laughs> I like the goats. Some people have been hating on the goats. They might have been a little over the top for some people, but as a goat enthusiast, I found them hysterical. <laughs> Saw Dave Chappelle live. Yeah. Down at uh, Varsity Theater in Minneapolis. Yeah. We were protested against by the LGBTQT community. That was interesting. Interesting. Of course, Dave made jokes because they were out there being ridiculous. Yeah, I never did get to ask like, well, what, what he said about the whole moving of venues and... Nothing, really. Uh, not specifically, just... You can say if Prince was still alive, he'd never allow that shit to happen. <laughs> Probably. His opener came on and said, that's one of the weakest protests I've ever seen because there's like six people out there. Yeah. Because we got there for the early show at like 6 p.m. And uh, yeah, there's like six or seven of them out there. There was one really, really flamboyant, boisterous one. He had like this fan he kept opening and closing real fast. Okay. And it was loud. It was like, brat, brat. And he just kept flapping that fan. Going around just making himself known. It sounded like uh, one of those. Uh, oh, those toys! Those like toys the, that you spin around and just. Uh, what he was, uh, what Pennywise was doing in the. Sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, the, so, something like that. He's running around. He got some booty shorts on, no shirt, um, wearing some Crocs or some shit. I don't know. It was, it was, it was funny stuff. Funny stuff. Yeah, they're all screaming at, calling us, uh, home, uh, transphobic and. Telling Dave Chappelle to go home and this, that, and the other. And when we left, though, however, there was probably about 30 or 40 of them out there. Wow. 
Uh, police were out there in force, though. Even when we showed up at six, there was probably like five or six squad cars. Sure. In each end of the block, and there was a uh, one dude who got. And it's, it's funny because I remember when I went down there, I was telling Jason on the ride down there, it was like, I felt kind of amped up, like waiting for something to pop off. Yeah. You know, just like, what's what's going to happen? Right, know? right. Um, like, they stand there, somebody protesting. He's like, I can take a lot. You know, I'm patient. I got patience. But until they put their hands on me, like, touch me. I feel like they touch your face, like, put their bum, finger bum. in your face and like, ugh. But none of these dudes are physical. Like these people who are down there, men, women, whatever they want to be called. <laughs> so they're not physical. And I seen a one dude down there. He was a light skinned brother, big dude, taller than me. He's probably like six two. You know, he's getting into a heated argument with this person, and I was like, he probably came down there amped up, ready to pop off too. Right. And I was like, yeah, this is not worth it. It's like <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm just gonna stay here, not even pay attention. Not gonna say nothing, you know. Me, Jason, Kevin, cracking jokes. People cracking jokes and saying just, stuff in the line. So and, here's the thing. Here's what confuses me. If it's a chick transitioning to a dude, can you hit him? And if it's a dude transitioning to a chick, are you still allowed to hit him? I uh, officially, I don't know what the laws are because I mean, obviously, you know, if like two dudes get into a bar fight, right? Yeah. You know, that's whatever. Two dudes fighting, yeah. get a little slap on the wrist. But like, obviously, if a dude punches a woman. A biological dude punches a biological woman, you get harsher yeah, charge because yeah. that's just that's not up. right. It's right. not right. You know, I don't think it's written in any laws anywhere that well, if man hits man, you know, you get five dollar fine. Man hits a woman, thousand dollar fine. Right. You know, it's not concrete written, but I feel that in the general population, in the street sense, that if that person was a biological man transitioning to a woman and still looked mannish, I feel like. Most people would be somewhat acceptable. Okay. So, like, um, did you see that video of that dude that watched it at GameStop and was tripping because the, the clerk called him sir? I think so, and yeah. he looked and sounded like a dude, but he just had a skirt and a wig on. Yeah. He was like, I am a woman. Like, if a dude would have clocked him, I think they would have like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but you see, um, I don't know who's who's a female. like uh, Ellen Page. Okay, yeah. So El- Elliot yeah, Page. Elliot Page. Okay, the good example. Now, if a dude were to clock Elliot. him, they'd be like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, that's a dude, but is it, though? <laughs> Deep down inside, everybody be like, come on, man. You can't hit <laughs> former Ellen Page. That's Elliot, but that used to be Ellen. You can't do that. Okay. I mean, just just, just think about it. It's the same. And that's some basic shit, you know? It's like, what we think of is like, yeah, you... Okay, I, I respect that you want to be called a man now. That's cool. You're a man. Right. I'll call you, you know... Elliot. Elliot, yeah. But I'm going to treat you with, like, woman status. I'm not going to punch you. And if you try to fight me, I'm going to be like, yo, bitch, stop. Stop. Stop that shit. I'm going to fuck you up. There's just so many questions. Yeah. And on the flip side, you know, if fucking Caitlyn Jarrett stepped to me, I'm like, you Olympic athlete, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> some motherfuckers out here having to do math and shit. Right, yeah. To see who they can fight. Right. And that's just, and then, you know, that's the type of shit. That Chappelle been talking about. That's the jokes he makes. Like, did anything I say, was that transphobic? I'm just saying, you know, you got to figure out some different rules. Right. Yeah. Things change. You got, and we're just, we're trying to figure out. That's what, you know, Dave makes that comment. Yeah. He's like, we're just trying to figure out, you know, the pronoun game and this, that, and the other. And Yeah, I don't care if anybody wants to be this, that, or another thing. Right. But if you step to me and, you know, out and about and trying to throw hands, it's like, ugh. Has there been any... 
has there been any transgender men, so a female that transformed into a man, have they been doing any anything in, in the sports? Has there been any that's been dominating in sports? Mm, no. Or outstanding athletes? No, I don't think so. Any transgender men? I don't think so. Okay. So it's just transgender women? Yes. So men becoming women and just dominating in whatever yes. sport? Yeah. Okay. No, and then uh, the other thing, like, I was trying, I actually had a talk with somebody about, you know, the whole Dave Chappelle thing, and I think another big thing, and it kind of clicked to me that, like, what Dave's trying to say is, yes, you can be trans, but you still haven't had it as hard as black people have. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, he makes the comment that his problem isn't with trans people, it's with white people. Right. And the whole thing that black and white people have been dealing with forever. Yep. So. He and the thing, the other thing is that you can, if you really wanted to, not that you should have to, but any trans man or woman could go put on a normal outfit that you know, whatever, and they could hide. And yep, and, yep. and a black person cannot hide their skin color, right? So it's like you still have that choice. And I, have, I made that realization. I, I remember having that thought a long time ago when I was young, like. Maybe right out of high school, or sure. Um, yeah, because I mean, mine was with um, with homosexuality. Sure, when that became kind of a hot button issue, um, like you can, you know, hom- homosexuals say they've been oppressed and struggled, which they have been. Right. Nobody's but nobody in. But this- I'm saying, but exactly, they can hide that. You can, you can. You, you know, shouldn't have to. You're right. Right. You shouldn't have to. Nobody should have to hide who they are. But as a homosexual, you know, no one can just look at you and say, oh, you're homosexual. You can dress a certain way to make yourself appear yeah. homosexual, but you can also dress you can dress a different way so nobody would guess that you're homosexual. Right. Can't do that if you're black. Right. You can get some Michael Jackson paint and <laughs> go white change face. the game up a little bit. Yeah, go white face, but who's doing that? Right. Who's just vice versa. Eddie, Eddie Murphy, we got, even got them bank loans. Right, got these, got these Rachel Dolezals out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a funny-ass sketch, too. It was. That shit was hilarious. Eddie Murphy did the white face and we got a loan. And they just gave him money. He didn't get a loan. <laughs> when he rode on the bus and the last black guy got out, all of a sudden they threw a cocktail party on the bus. Yep. The bus driver looked back. He's like, oh, ain't no one no, ain't no on there. And put the party lights on. <laughs> Oh shit! What else you get into? Or if there's anything, you know else? what I just thought of that white character that yeah. Eddie Murphy did on SNL looks a lot like Dave Chappelle's white yeah, guy. Yeah, the news reporter. He's got like the same hair and mustache. Yes, like just super authentic 1970s Chuck, white. Man. What was it, Chuck? Uh, I can't remember. His first name was Chuck because I remember Sean was like, "Got your girl, Chuck." And then, oh, that was the newscaster. Yeah, that's who I remember. when they did uh, Trading Spouses. Oh, that one too, yeah. Yeah. I forget what his name was. Oh, yeah. The, it was Leonard Washington and... Uh, yeah, it was the black dude and... Um, I forget his name because the wife said it. She kept talking to him. She's like... It's like in a different life, I think I could see myself with... Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember his name. That was funny though. Yeah, they did look a lot alike. <laughs> That just popped in my head, man. I was thinking about him. All right, what else did I do? What else did I do? What did I see? Uh, watch the Morbius movie. Yeah, how was that? Uh, it wasn't as bad as everyone said. Like, it wasn't great. People are so fucking jaded. It man. wasn't great. It sure. didn't. It did. 
it wasn't a typical Marvel movie, but it was entertaining. I liked it. I don't think Jared Leto's as good an actor as everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody just trying to make this dude all deep and I think, philosophical. I think it's all the females just be on his nuts because she was a heartthrob back in the I day. Yes. My girlfriend's a fan, and I keep sending him fat Jared Leto memes to fuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like that. <laughs> fuck you, Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I mean, he was. Suspect as the Joker. Yeah. That's even Pennywise said in the epic rap battles of history, like Jared Leto tried to play him like Takashi 6ix9ine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Morbius. What he was he in? What was the one that he got like a lot of? Was that Dallas Buyers Club? No. No, that was Matthew McConaughey. Was, yeah. Where was one where he got a, like a lot of like everybody was like, oh, he did an amazing job. I don't remember. But yeah. Um I didn't particularly care for him in that one with uh, Denzel either. Oh, that one was good. Was uh, all, right. all the little things. Yeah, but no, no. I don't think he's. I don't think he's all that. Well, because you know he used to be in a band. Yeah, he was like in so, Thirty Seconds to Mars or some sure, shit like that. I don't fucking know. I just know he's in the music. That's one of those things my girl talks about, and I half listen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, she slapped the shit out of me. I'm glad she don't listen. <laughs> Yeah, Kelsey doesn't listen either. Uh, he was in the new Blade Runner. He just played like the big bad in the background. Oh, oh. he was in Dallas Buyers Club. Okay, that's what I think. Rayon? I think uh, maybe he got a... I, have to, I actually haven't watched that movie. I've only watched the beginning. I've where, never watched it either. Where he bangs the two meth addicts and has AIDS. Oh. Just because Maurice said that on <laughs> Big Mouth. I want to see that scene. Oh, he's banging two meth heads? Yeah. Let's <laughs> see what that looks like. That's the opening scene, man. They're like, there's a rodeo, and he's just underneath the bleachers banging these two just scraggly-looking bitches. It's like uh, Trevor from Grand Theft Auto when he was banging that method at the beginning. So, uh, Lord of War, Nicolas Cage, I like that movie. Okay. I don't really remember his part. See? I know he died. See? (laughs) Almost got his brother, American Psycho? Fight Club. Oh, yeah, that was him in there. Yeah. The pretty boy. The one that he... The one he fucked up. Yeah, he wanted like, to... super bad. That's he right. He to destroy something beautiful. Yes. I remember that now. Urban legend. Yeah, you see, he's not that great of an actor. I don't... Cool and like crazy. Almost... I don't remember any of this stuff. <laughs> Basil. Basil. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if he's a... Shit, Joe Jonas is a more famous actor than he is. Right. That's fucking uh, Seaplane McQuack or whatever the fuck his name was. Hana Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Seaplane out there just doing it big. I watched Expendables 2 and 3. Wow. Just for funsies. Not number one. Nah, because I watched it maybe a few months back. Oh, sure. And then didn't watch the two and three because like whatever. And then they all popped up on I think they're on Hulu. Okay, either Hulu or uh, Prime. And I was like, fuck it, let me watch them all. And I did watch all the Predator movies. Okay. I fast forwarded through all the Requiem parts <laughs> so it was just a Predator. Yeah, sure, sure. I couldn't do it, man. Ugh. And uh, yeah, the acting and the dialogue is just yeah. garbage. Sad. And they got couple good actors in there but yeah i watched the italian job 
Steve was a dumbass. That's that was my note from that movie. Because <laughs> at the end, so he gets caught up. Obviously, Mark Wahlberg's character gets in good with the Russians and kind of sells out Steve, played by uh, right. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> Mom's favorite dude, Edward Norton. Yeah, Ed Norton. Yeah. And then he was like, "Come on, you gonna let these guys take me?" He's like, "You killed their dude." Like, of course they're gonna <laughs> like. Yeah. He's like, he's trying to bargain with dudes and like, like he didn't kill people earlier right. in the movie. And yeah, he shot the one <laughs> Russian dude for no reason. Yeah, the uh, the one he was selling the, the gold ones to. The gold bricks because yep. he recognized them. Yeah. So yeah, he was just dumbass. Man, I remember we used to watch that movie all the time. Yeah, Dad liked that shit a lot. I like the big Hawaiian dude. The, yeah, with the bear tattoo. Yeah, she was like, "Come on, just hit it nice and soft." The dude was just cr- <laughs> crushing his butter. <laughs> um, and then uh, I finished all of uh, that goddamn. You motherfucker, Michael Che. <laughs> 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 that shit was funny. <laughs> you watched season one and two? Yes. Nah. Dude, I was dying. I think I texted you a couple times. Method Man cracked me up when he was in there yeah, as that doctor. Yeah, giving that old man a prostate exam. <laughs> yes. They made fun of him for getting ready to get naked. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, what's wrong with you? You want me to put my finger in your <laughs> booty hole? Ugh. It's like, nurse, come in here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then uh, when his boy died, he came out. He was all covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, when that old dude came and talked to the class, talking about how holes ruined his life, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Basically equated all his problems to holes, which was hilarious. Uh, there was there was there was a lot of good shit. I like the opening where they had all those cops trying to like be in yes, the community yep. with the kids and. Trying to play basketball, which is all the videos you've seen. Right. Once, I think since like Trayvon Martin yep. back in, what was that, 2009? When he got killed, it was like, then all of a sudden, like, the police, police brutality shit was like off the chain. And yeah. Like, you start seeing these fun videos, like, there's always cops shooting hoops with <laughs> neighborhood kids. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's the only good thing y'all can do. Yep. Like, stop shooting motherfuckers. Like, no, we're just gonna play basketball. We're, we're good guys. We're good cops. <laughs> So I thought that was the funniest shit. I, I liked season two better. I liked season one's format better. I liked when he was just kind of sitting and talking about shit. Mm. And then I also liked the opening of season one is uh, Short Change Hero. Mm. I liked that better. But season two was funnier and shit. Okay. Damn, Michael Che, that's your dad. Dude, <laughs> <that old> man. <laughs> I can't get that line out of my head. Double sided God made Adam and Eve not... Even, even, double-sided dildo. <laughs> he just went off on this racist, homophobic tirade. Just like, whoa, dude, you can't say that. Like, damn, Michael T., that's your dad. <laughs> Clearly, this isn't my dad. Oh, you the only one that understands me, son. <laughs> he should tell your mom I said hi. Like, the whole man just played along with it. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, it was good shit. And then, I can't remember his name, but the one they did, Sensei Something's Abortion Dojo. That shit was hilarious, too. I was telling my girl about that, because she's all about that movement, and like, pissed off about Roe v. Wade, and I was like, this is some funny shit, though, that that's what women are going to resort to, is going to karate dojos, getting kicked in the stomach. Yeah. I was just practicing karate, and my bad, I got hit (laughs) and had an abortion. Like, if you see the satire in that, yes. social commentary in that, that shit's funny. Yeah. Like, this is what, you know, this is what women are going to resort to. Yep. 
Motherfuckers gonna start doing bootleg abortions and <clears throat> getting people fucked up though. So. Yeah. I don't understand why. Sorry. Don't get into this shit. <laughs> Oh, man. That's such a fucking big deal. Yeah, it's because of Jesus. I guess. <laughs> I think I, I... Did I make that comment before? What's that? I think I said that on, on our podcast before about... There was a comedian that talked about if you were in a fertility clinic that caught on fire and there was a child locked in a room full of embryos, who are you going to save? The child or the embryos? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you only save one. Yeah. There's 100,000 embryos in there and one child, like a four-year-old child. Who are you going to save? Yeah, the four-year-old. Hey. They're frozen! Yeah. They're frozen! They're frozen embryos. <laughs> Life begins at conception. Well, and then I like all the shit where it's like... I can't remember what comedian was talking about. It's like, when's the last time you drove by a foster... foster Tosh care? was talking about that. Yeah, uh, he's like the uh, orphanage. Adoption, <laughs> yeah. orphanage, yeah. yeah. He's like... He's talking about the puppies playing outside the grocery store. Yeah. And he's like, he's like maybe they should try that with the orphans. You know, that way he's like, do you know where the orphanage is in yeah. your town? This, yeah. So it's like, these motherfuckers care until the kid's born, and then it's like... Hmm? Yeah, somebody else's problem. Get out of here, street rat. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really watch too much. I was reading a lot. I finished my book series. It was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you're watching that, reading that elf porn, right? Yeah, the, <laughs> the elf smut. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Want to talk about it? Or? Um... Just a lot of elves fucking, fucking and sucking alligator fuck houses and alligator fuck house, fucking rusty trombones and shit. It's not about the pussy juice, juice and cock stain balls. It's about love. It's about passion. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Mooch. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was a good book. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. There was, there was some Tell me that story you just told me the other day. <laughs> so I was listening to it on audiobook because it was really long and I didn't want to read the whole thing. <laughs> so I'm at work and I'm like walking down the hallway at work and in in my in my headphone the lady who was reading the book is talking. To, it was a it was a spicier chapter <laughs> about a blowjob. <laughs> and she, it was, she was graphic and motherfuckers just smiling at me and waving. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? But Did it, you have a half chub? No, I didn't have a half chub. I can control that Bull? shit. No, I'm, I'm, I'm 31 years old. I can control so my erections. What? I'm not 18 anymore. Yeah, I'm 40. And when I get them, I let them bitches go. <laughs> like, yes, it's hard. See me? But I'm not trying 40 to years old, I get hard. I'm not trying to lose my job. Get hard or die trying. <laughs> But yeah, so motherfuckers just waving at me I'm like you motherfuckers only knew what was playing in my <laughs> ear right now, which is really funny because like there's like three or four people that that at work that listen to our show now. Okay, so they're gonna listen to this and they're be like this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> listening to Elf Porn, <laughs> fucking Tolkien. Yeah. Oh man. Speaking of, man, I'm going to see that new season of Carnival Row. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That should have um, been cool. I, they, that. I just saw, was it, somebody bought the rights to Aragon. Aragon uh, reboot and development through Disney. Okay. <laughs> Is Kevin Feige going to do it? I have no idea. That'd be interesting. Let him do some fantasy stuff. I started watching that show uh, Sandman yesterday. Oh, yeah. How's that? It just popped up on Netflix. Um First episode was interesting. It's got some potential. Okay. Super fantastical. I need to 
Um, I wasn't under the influence of any THC, so I need to try that first. And seems mesmerizing. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that tonight. Um, we also watched Prey. Yeah, the new Predator installment came out directly on Hulu Friday. Yeah, look at Hulu getting some originals. Right. I think it's I think it's technically a Hulu original. Yeah, I think it's classified because yeah. it's only bought, bought owned by Hulu, put yeah. out on Hulu. So, well, I gotta say, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I was, was expecting too. it to be trash. I mean, I knew how it was gonna end. Yeah. Um, I like the new. Okay, spoilers? Are we spoilers? Yeah, we got spoilers in the yeah. house. People, spoilers in the house. <laughs> yeah, so we spoil a lot, so just be prepared. Once we get into these main movies, there's going to be some spoilers. We, we called it right away that it was set in 1779 or whatever. 1719. Yeah, 1719. Um, that was from the number two Predator. The pistol. The was, pistol, uh, yeah. Raphael. Adolini. Yes. That was, was 1715 on the pistol. Oh, okay. So obviously this was four years after that. Sure, sure, so. sure. Um, so we called that out right away. Yes, yes. That was set in that time. So they had to make some connection to the Predator 2 pistol. Yep, yep. Um, I like the new Predator, the con- different Predator concept. Which they have said that there are different clans out there, and yeah, when you see it in uh, the Robert Rodriguez's yep. predators, where there's the the alpha predators. Plus, I think in all the comics they've talked about if different clans and how they're they're feuding clans basically. Yeah. But also, we we even said this was how many years back that yeah, two hundred two hundred three hundred years ago. So I mean, even evolution, we don't know what kind of alien evolution yeah maybe they evolve every hundred years yeah, change right? your face or something something so because i didn't particularly care i thought he looked like the yurikai i think i said that right away yeah like i said it, it looked like he looked more like i didn't think there was that much costume to him right it was more like paint and some you know prosthetic paint yeah kind of like um mystique was yes uh x-men yeah where she wasn't really a costume, it was mostly paint, and they got like her little bit of scales yeah, on there. So yeah. you look like a dude, just a regular dude, but they did a lot of paint work on yeah. him. So I mean, he looked—I thought he looked cool. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. He looked like a urukai. Yeah, just a little bit cut and trimmed. <laughs> he probably fuck up a urukai. Yeah, oh for sure. Because I didn't like, like his hands either. <laughs> yeah, his hands look like dicks. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh well, did you see? Did you see the episode of uh, Your Pretty Face Is Going to Hell? Where he gave the one dude dick hands, yes, and yeah. then he like lit him on fire. <laughs> yeah. That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> so yeah, your, the original Predators had like nimble and like sharp claws, claws and yeah. shit. Yeah, and sharp claw fingernails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, please don't turn my hands into dicks again. <laughs> that was their IT guy. That's right. Because he tried helping Gary to win that contest. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh fuck! That's man. I'm, I, I appreciate you putting me on to that stupid oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. So stupid. But just funny as fuck. <laughs> Gary Bunda, <laughs> demon killer. Oh, <laughs> uh, I really I appreciated the uh, weapons. They weren't so overpowered. Where you, it was. It was back in three hundred years ago. Well, so yeah, it's like, and he, we, we kind of knew that going in because predators. Put themselves at the same level as their prey for right, the most right. part. Like the original Predator, when he squared up with Arnold, he took all his shit off and it was just yep. mano y mano. Yep. And when he went and fought Billy, he just had his gauntlet, yep. even though you didn't see that fight. Bullshit. 
Yeah. So he matches per weapon, you know what I'm saying? So the only thing he didn't really match with the time period is he dropped those fucking those grenades or whatever in the forest. Oh yeah. All those we wiped trackers. everyone out and yeah. he got pissed. He's like, fuck this. Yeah. Which is kinda cool because that's how I'd be. It's like I'm gonna go on a hunt, but shit gets out of control. I've got some I'm gonna shut this shit down real quick. I'd equate it to like a dude going out like deer hunting and then like just having his bow and arrow but like a Bear show up, so he takes his pistol out. Yeah, it's a little more extreme than <laughs> yeah, that, I think. Sure, but I mean, it's. So, all I mean, like, most hunters carry that for protection, right? Maybe right? like if you were, yeah, bow hunting and. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So th- that was that was cool. Um, his I, mask was dope. I his thought. mask was pretty sweet. Was, yeah, looked like bone, bone but it yeah. was really yeah. his high tech shit. Yep. Uh, his his. Uh, I like that he could separate the the dots on there. Yeah, because he had that tripod yep. harpoon needles that he shoot. Yep. And it was cool that he actually had to go get his own fucking ammo. Yeah. He had to retrieve that shit. See, cool. that's I feel like that's part of his his equipment loadout. Yeah. Like before he went battling and I was reading something on there saying that uh who's the Trachenberg, the one who directed, produced sure. the movie. Uh, he claimed that this predator, this was his first trip to Earth. Oh, okay. So that's kind of why when he was analyzing everything, like he took the snake, he took the oh the sure, bear, sure, like sure. he was getting his first kills on Earth. So. Okay. The the wolf that that shit was cool too. He he stripped that wolf's head of yeah. the the fur and the flesh. Shout out to uh, Sanguinette yes. making an appearance. Fucking and fucking Sanguinette getting murked by a predator <laughs> <laughs> from Shorzy. We were like, is that Sanguinette? Is that Sanger? <laughs> he's, he's, he's so handsome. Just <laughs> handsome looking. Oh, can we talk about <laughs> all the barely Indians yes! that were in this movie? Yes, that was another <laughs> thing we called out right away. All oh, the natives shit. in there were .005. So, the main chick, her brother, he shows up. He's got like half white we face. We both like... And just... What the fuck? Like, you can tell most of the characters are native, but they're just... They're barely, yeah. like, half to a quarter native. Yeah. The chief, he looked, he looked, he looked like he was in uh, a, KF- a KFC commercial. <laughs> he looked like he played Colonel Sanders or something. Or, yeah, he didn't. He but, didn't. but we also agree that they had to be at least a little bit native because yeah. you just can't do that anymore right. nowadays. Spe- yeah, especially with a movie like that. just seemed like that. But you could see some native in them. Yeah. But just, like, look at um, Dances with Wolves. Yeah. I mean, you got, like, West Study and Graham Greene and who are, like, notorious, like, when you think of a Native American movie, it's usually one of them, too. Yeah, yeah. Or Adam Beach, even. He did uh, that wind talk. He played in uh, Joe Dirt, The Fireworks. Oh, yes. That's yeah. Adam Beach. Okay. So he does a lot of Native work. Okay. He did, like, Wind Talkers with Nicolas Cage. He, I mean, he looks and talks and sounds full Native. Yeah. West Study, Graham Greene, they're, you know, elite Native American, but they're old as shit now. Right. So you got these young cats coming, you got your... Taylor Lautner and whatnot. <laughs> oh, my, to my point, like the dancers with wolves, just everyone in there looked full on, full blown, legit Native American in some form or the other. But this one's just kind of like their shit got diluted. They tried. The natives got to be right, Native boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of. Was that uh, Hitchcock? Yeah, yeah. well, the, technically that was, yeah, before you knew him as Hitchcock, yeah. but it was the Newfie players. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that kind of stood out for me. I noticed that right away. Yeah. I'm just like, mm. Yeah. Y'all need to, <laughs> no, I noticed some better natives, <laughs> looking natives out there than that. But, like I said, they probably, you know, were 
half or so. Sure. So I saw native characteristics. I said they were barely natives. <laughs> uh, if we were drinking during this and we were playing in our rules of every time they shouted out a different Predator movie, we would have been drunk at the end. <laughs> uh, she got covered in mud and scooted up next to the Some tree. tree branches, yeah. They said if, if, it if it bleeds. You can kill it, yeah. Uh, there wasn't that many, man. There was, oh. there was quite a few. I think three or four times that I called it out. Overall, though, I, I it was very violent. It was very gory. Yeah, I liked it. Good violence. Um, oh yeah, we gotta talk about how motherfucker. So she she found a way to camouflage herself in a different oh, way. Oh fuck! Here we go. Uh, a different way than just being covered in mud, which I appreciate. Yes. I really do appreciate. Yes. It. Uh, she found they have uh the natives had these flowers herbs that basically healing herbs. Slowed your body down and cooled, cooled your blood. Cooled, That's cooled what they called. Yeah. Cooling. So every time you take it, you feel cold. Yeah, and they did that three or four times throughout the movie to prove that and show that. And she discovered that the predator used heat. So she took the shit and he walked right by the bitch, like dead ass by her. Like she had to move her foot or yeah. it would have tripped him. So obviously, what pissed me off was like, okay, just because her blood's cold, and she doesn't show up as bright red or yellow orange on his heat vision. Yeah. Like, there should have been some kind of, like, a black outline of a human being standing up in his way that he would have saw, but in his vision, there was just nothing there. Like, she was completely invisible, didn't exist in this plane of existence. Because if that was the case, like you said, Predator would just be running into trees and shit. You can't see trees. Trees are cold. (laughs) Like, get the fuck out of here. So, yeah, that that one kind of, they they missed the mark on that one. Yep, yep. Also... The predator got kind of fucked up by the animals a little bit. That wolf was getting at him. That yeah. bear was getting at him. Got, uh, he, he stubbed his knee. <laughs> he stubbed his knee. <laughs> 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 we were wondering in the beginning, uh, what was it? There was just like a little. Bit there was of blood. a little bit of blood when they first when she first starts tracking this thing because she saw his footprints. Yeah, there was then, like knee height. Yeah, just it was a, on the ground, like, just trickled down. And we're like, what the fuck happened? Like, we, we didn't see him get hurt. We're like, maybe he fucking tripped and skinned his knee or something. <laughs> oh, just, oh, fuck. <laughs> I fell down. Goddamn. <laughs> so, we were just making fun of the predators just being clumsy and shit. <laughs> like, they're not perfect. Right? They're perfect so maybe creatures. Maybe he missed a tree branch and fell. <laughs> just a log out there or something? Like, uh, <laughs> stubbed his toe. <laughs> Yeah, he, that wolf got a, got a nice little scratch bite on him. That bear was fucking him up for a second, yep. but I feel like he was toying with the bear. Did, uh, the co- no, he got the cobra before it could hit him. Yeah, he snatched that thing out. I also like the Madagascar. They kept Madagascaring it. Yeah. <laughs> so this... Was it the mouse? The, no, the mouse ate an insect. Yeah. The insect uh, got eaten by the mouse. Or no. You just said that. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I was think- I was picturing it in my head. Insect got eaten by a mouse. Mouse got eaten by the snake. The snake went to go attack the predator. The predator killed the snake. And then the wolf chased the bunny. And then started fighting the predator. The predator fucked him up. (laughs) (laughs) Kept doing that Madagascar. They're just toying with these things, being invisible. You say that was the uh, same bear from The Revenant? Yeah. (laughs) That's his (laughs) great-grandpappy. I think that bear was... Oh, the bear and the wolf were like... Well, the animals, basically... Seemed like the only things that were CGI. Yeah. So I appreciated that, man. Loving a live action costumed monster creature yeah. like the Predator. Because, uh, yeah, last Predator. It, just, it looks so much better. Just, yeah. It looks so much better. Like, put, the, put the effort and money into making the costume and yeah. 
That should, yeah, I appreciate that more. Do you know who played this Predator? I don't. I'm curious, because that motherfucker was big. He was tall. Probably that Ian White. He does all the good monster effects now. Yeah, it's getting a lot of a lot of slack online. You know, people are half and half. It was it's uh Dane Delagro, professional basketball player for eight seasons in Italy and Israel. He's six nine. Nice. So I'm sure they gave him some lifts and yeah, good for him. Look at basketball players. They should have got Shaq to do it. Right. <laughs> Yao Ming. Yao Ming would be a good predator. Yeah, I don't think he's got the movement down. Yes, well, he's kind of old now. <laughs> Anything else? I'm trying to think of Prey. Uh, the lead looked a lot like Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> they could have swapped out Aubrey Plaza. No. I would have known the difference. <laughs> Is she native, Aubrey? I'm not sure. Apparently that chick, uh, the one there from Prey. Yeah. From, what's her name? Something Mid-Thunder. Oh, okay. But she was on a Disney show, so she has like a strong following. Young base. Oh, good for her. I like seeing new stars come up. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's the one thing about that book that I just read that it's going to be a Hulu original. Hulu has the rights to it. Which one? That Court of Thorn and Roses, that whole series. Okay. And me and Kelsey have been kind of going back and forth on who we'd like to see get cast for each person. Okay. And I'm like, man, this just seems like one of those shows where I'd almost rather be not big name people. Mm -hmm. Like you have like your one or two big name people that... Support. That support, but like have like younger... Unknown leading, stars. Yeah, leading roles. Yeah. yeah. I dig it. I dig it. So. Yeah. Cool, cool. And we watched Last Dragon, too. Yeah, that was our movie pick was, of the week. That was our movie pick of the week. Um, we just happened to get together and watch Prey because we like the fucking Predator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Last Dragon. Well, it's a fucking classic. It's a classic. Man. I've been watching that since I was like eight. <laughs> I think you put me on that when I yeah. turned about eight. <laughs> Watching that on VHS. I think you had a dubbed VHS of that. Yeah, I might have, probably. I think the first time we ever Every watched Every time it, it came out in a new format, I probably got yeah. it. So, yeah, that's one of those life movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I seen uh, back a few years ago when Vine was popping. Sure. That he, uh, Ty Mac, the Leroy, yeah. popped up in a Vine. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was... Um, one of the brothers was like, hey, man, I got the last dragon with me. It's Bruce Leroy. <laughs> like, no, for real, this is Bruce Leroy. And he just showed up, just smiling. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, he looks damn near the same, too. I bet. Like, no gray hair. Nothing. Black don't crack. He got White the, can't he got, cover he got, black. He got the glow for real, man. <laughs> Keep him healthy forever. Oh, shit. That's funny. So. One of the, one of the top five bad guys. Absolutely. Show, oh, yeah. show enough is... Yeah. I give him one of the top three best bad guy entra- entrances, though. Yeah. Um, so, I guess I never really put this together either. It kind of bugged me. Actually, no, I think I've thought about this before. So, when Shono shows up in the beginning of the movie, yeah. makes his introduction in the movie theater, they're watching the movie Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee. Yeah. They're at the end of that movie with, like, the last fight scene, the big fight scene. And sure. that's when Show showed up. And get ready to go watch this movie because he told his boy to get some seats. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> like, obviously, that's a Harlem ninja favorite because everybody's in there quoting a movie. Yep. And the whole time. And yeah. Like, doing just wilding out. It's like, it's, it's damn near a block party, but you got this movie going on in yep, the background. Yep. So, show shows up. There's got to be about 10 minutes left in the movie. That pissed me off. I'm like, dude, what the fuck, show? You should have been here at least 30 minutes ago and see, like, 
the last fight showdown. Right, right. You know, he missed the uh, O'Hara fight, uh, or what's the name? The O'Hara fought um, the white dude, uh, Jim Kelly. Yeah. Or not not Jim Kelly. Um, that's the black dude. Um, I can picture I him. I who the white guy is. Um, fuck. I forget his name. But yeah, he fought O'Hara, the guy with the scar on his face. No, he fought Bolo. Because then Bruce Leroy fought O'Hara with the scar on his face as he killed his sister. Bruce, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, yeah. yeah not Bruce, Lee. <laughs> Bruce Lee. So, yeah, you missed like the best fights yeah. the whole fucking movie. And then you gotta kill the master. Master <laughs> Han. Oh my god, those two big fat white dudes that stood up. Yep. And had like the cut shirt, midriff showing, <laughs> spaghetti strap, tank top. I'm like, bro, that was like a tough guy thing back in New York in like the 80s. That's weird. Like, yeah, but they were, like, just not swole. They're yeah. just big, beefy, meatball-eating motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know what confused? I remember for a long time watching that. So that first dude that approaches Shonuff, that big Chinese dude in the denim outfit, yes. the one who stomped the stereo out. Yep. He goes up to fight show, and then, like, that RuPaul-looking drag queen, yep. cross-dressing dude, female, was yelling, like, oh, fuck him up, baby. Mess him up, baby. Don't hurt that face, baby. I never knew who she was yelling for if she was cheering for show or that dude. Yeah. But then I, you know, when I, long time ago, I figured out that she was cheering for the Chinese dude because yep. they were sitting together and show ripped out his hair yep. and blew it at her. She was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, dude, who, that man was on a date with a tranny. <laughs> or a cross dressing drag queen. Right. But that shit was funny, man. Like I said, best intro. And I swear to God, Shonuff's uh, man, uh, I think it was Crunch, the one with the mustache. If you sure. look at him, he looks a lot like Andy Samberg. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm have to look at him. <laughs> I looked up his IMDb, and I don't, I can't remember if it's Crunch or Cyclone. Okay. Because those are the two white boys yep. in his group. And then it was Beast was the black yep. one. Yep. And then who was the chick? The chicks didn't have names. Oh. They never got Bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Get them, girls. <laughs> Um, but yeah, showing off is, I think he made, we did, we did top bad guys. I don't think we've ever done top bad guys. Top five villains? I don't, I don't think we did. Oh, well, showing off definitely. Yeah, definitely. One. Yeah, like I said, there's just no, nothing, nothing beats having a good villain in a movie. <laughs> but the problem with showing off is I find myself rooting for him sometimes because I like showing off. Right. <laughs> so, um, yo, man, just. Keep stick to your tactics, man. You're right. doing too much. Right. You could have drowned him. <laughs> Keep bringing him up for air. <laughs> yeah. uh, dumb shit that I like from that movie. I like the... Uh, what's the little white dude that was trying to get... Uh, that's not Selena Kyle. It's... Uh, that's Catwoman. Laura Charles. Laura Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Eddie Arcadia. Yeah, I liked his wife's... Her song. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know why. Like, <laughs> she was kind of hot. Like you legit like that shit. Right. It wasn't bad. <laughs> oh my god! You saw Shonuff kick that goddamn video <laughs> jukebox at Daddy Green's Pizza because of that shit. Yeah. Who plays this shit? White <laughs> people, man. What the fuck? Dude? Uh, I love dude. The- that song is barely tolerable because it's in the movie and it's like. <laughs> It's there as a parody to how terrible she is, but he's trying to produce her talent. No. And her head. voice always annoyed me. Oh. Like, she's cute. I'll give her that, but you know, her voice was annoying. That video sucked. The music, yeah, bro. You lost me with that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Get the oh. fuck out of here. 
Bruce Leroy's master cracked me up. Yes. I was fucking with him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, he said, Master, where are you going? He's like, are you going back to Japan? He's like, no, I'm going to Ohio to see my sister. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I didn't realize at this time? Like, I'm pretty sure that the master wasn't an old person at the time. Because you tell, like, he's got makeup on. Oh, really? All his wrinkles. So, so it was like he was a young dude just dressed up in makeup hmm. for, to be old. Interesting. We always talk shit about him slithering out of the ropes. Oh, his brother? Yeah, yeah Richie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It just it makes me smile every time I see him do his little little, little breakdance shuffle to get up out of the rope. Juke jive out of there. Yeah. Just, uh, did that little walk like an Egyptian with his hands and just kind of did a little wave motion up the body. And, oh, speaking of Richie. That motherfucker should have been dead when Beast threw him and he hit his head on that air tank. Yes, yep. I'm like, how is this kid alive? Yeah, he had no blood. Bruh. <laughs> he should have been unconscious for like the next two days, have massive concussions. It's probably some memory loss. <laughs> he dead ass, like, nosedived onto that air tank. You hear it go, clink. I'm like, Sam. So, so during the ruin their lives, he better have CT. <laughs> um. I called it out yesterday because we were watching the end of that fight scene yesterday, but I did not like, so it's shown if uh, he had the glow in his hands because they yeah. always said, you know, somebody powerful could get the glow and just oh. concentrate it to one part of them. No, he said he can cover the whole body in it. No, but he said, like, a, not a true master could get, like, just enough. Oh, okay. Um, I think his master said that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a true master would be covered from head to toe. Mm. So he was kicking Bruce Leroy, and it was making the, the fireworks sparks. I mean, like, that shit was supposed to be just be in his hands. But I always liked when that shit was, like, fading out. Yeah, sparking out. <laughs> like I tell you, he's losing energy, man. <laughs> Leroy put the hands on him. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, shit. That was, uh, that's probably one of my favorite fight scenes, too. Uh, Shonuff and Leroy. Yeah, that's a good one. The music is awesome. It's like when Shonuff shows up, it's just dark Leroy. ominous music. Leroy! And just <laughs> kick that fool through there. And then that, that song, the way it starts off, it's like, uh, sound like Prince screaming in the yeah. background. And it gets like real dark. And then uh, uh, jumps into the last <laughs> dragon. Yeah, because he kind of has to run through his. I'm trying to remember. Did he? Yeah, he runs through uh, Shonuff's little lackeys first. Yeah, and then till he gets to the showdown with Shonuff. Yeah, because uh, what was the black dude? Crunch? No, Beast. Beast. Yeah, he's the only one that kind of put up a little bit of a fight. Yeah, he. Hit, but he still kind of. He got a couple licks in on Lee. He Rowe. still kind of ran through him, folded yeah. him up like a whole wallet. <laughs> Disappointed his chicks weren't there at the last fight. Yeah, he probably left them at home. Yeah. Yeah. Got anything else? I feel what, like we... What else? Kind of skimmed through. Oh, I was going to ask just about, like, black kung fu movies. Was that, like... Is that a thing? Like, is this, like, a one-off? Like, I can't really think of any other... There's... Like, I mean, you got the, like, the black exploitation movies back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, yeah. where they... Basically, just took like all the black stereotypes and made him into like a superhero. Sure. So you got like Truck Turner, um, Shaft. No, sure. Shaft. Yeah, it's kind of. But a lot of them old ones, uh, who was a Dolomite, had a couple too, but they did like mediocre kung fu and shit. So. Oh, okay. There was a bit of a crossover. Um, well, shit, like even Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. So Black Dynamite is black exploitation, but they tried to do it new and fresh. Sure. Um, black Dynamite. I sold drugs to the community. <laughs> Who the 
balls into work my kung fu. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely some black crossover with the Chinese and kung fu. Sure. So I mean, look at Rizzo and the Wu Tang. Yeah, he was into that kung fu. Yeah, and that's you know late eighties, mid eighties. Black folks like kung fu, man. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Chinese food, it's all good. Give me some wontons tonight. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Anything else about it you wanted to mention? Go watch um, it if you've never seen it. Just, just a cool ass, fly ass movie, man. Yeah. Oh, I did laugh at uh when uh, Shonoff shows up to the pizzeria, Daddy Green's Pizza, yes. and then they throw throws uh Richie into the trash can. He was in there for quite a while before they got him out because. <laughs> Show threw him in there, then he kicked the jukebox, and then he was talking, and then they rode off, and then they finally come back into the store, and they're pulling Richie out of the trash. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, bro. He was in there for a good three, four minutes. Yeah. And it sounded all squishy, too. Like, it's full of <laughs> pasta. <laughs> Spaghetti. I do like when the mom was throwing the pasta. Or the- right. She hit Beast in the face <laughs> with that dough. <laughs> Showing up just laughing at his ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also liked how much bigger Shonuff was than Bruce Leroy. Tall. Yeah. yeah. I wish they... I know there was rumors back in the day about them remaking that. And they would have Sam Jackson play Shonuff. Yeah. Which was pretty dope. But uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that Buster Rhymes video, Fire. Yes. And he does a Shonuff. Yeah. He dresses as Shonuff and does like a speech. And it was kind of cool. But I don't know. Skinny Buster Rhymes could do it. But oh, yeah. big swole gorilla Buster Rhymes... I, I can't see him playing show no. No, not at all. Yeah, Sam Jackson, I know he's getting a little old, but he can do that shit. The man of the hour, I feel right now, is Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Yeah. He's doing it all, so he can redo it. And You saw the new Matrix? Yeah. yeah. Where he did Morpheus? Yeah, like, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was cool as shit as Morpheus. Yeah, Candyman. The, the dude that played uh, the Duke in Bridgerton, he he's going to be coming up, I feel like. Everybody, uh, everybody loves reggae, him right reggae now. Jean, yeah. Jean, Jean, reggae, Jean. Jean, Jean, Jean. Jean, Jean, Jean. Jean. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, Frankie, JJ. JJ. <laughs> Jean, Jean, Francois, Jean, Jean. <laughs> so you, have you, have you seen him? He's like, oh, I feel kind of ashamed, but the guy's big as a fucking planet and I lost him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Where's uh? I was at a wedding yesterday. Yeah. One of my former coworkers. I didn't know my my bosses were gonna show up there, and then one of my guys that I work with was there. Had his wife there, and they sure. watched Letterkenny. Oh, sure, yeah. And she keeps calling. She's been saying this for a while now, but our boss, Sean, she refers to him as the coach because he kind of <laughs> looks like coach. Oh, sure. So I was laughing about that last night. Now I won't be able to. I won't be able to unsee it now. Every time I see him, I'm gonna think of coach. <laughs> oh, Barb! <laughs> I was sitting at this Barb stool and just want to get a drink at the Barb. And <laughs> so you know, me and my wife Barb, we're on this uh, trip here, and she's looking out at the sunsets, making love all night. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Anything else that you gotta talk about, Last Dragon? Nope, I'm ready to you, fuck up their lives. You just lives. gonna fuck up some lives now? <laughs> well, I got a good one for y'all today, ladies and gents. Well, without further ado, fuck up these people's lives. <laughs> and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're gonna have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. You, you. you have the floor, sir. 
So, at the end of The Last Dragon, I think it's safe to assume that Leroy is a virgin in this movie. Yes. Because his brother calls him out a lot. Yeah. And he's always telling him, like, I got no moves. Laura Charles, teach me some moves. Yeah, I don't even have a paintbrush. Yeah, and it ends with him screaming at her, can you teach me some moves? And so she's like, yeah, I'll teach you, little boy, because obviously she in the Hollywood, she been fucking. Yeah. So basically what happens is that Leroy finally smashes. Um, the pussy corrupts him. <laughs> oh, God. He goes batshit crazy. Um, he decides that he wants to legit be the master, like the, the, the new Shogun of Harlem. So he decides to go on a quest to find the red glow. So he wants to master both the red and the yellow glow. Okay. So he does that, goes on a trip for a little while, masters, comes back. And he becomes like just a psychotic badass. He enslaves all of Harlem. He's running like drugs and whores and all types of shit. You got Laura Charles kind of chained up by his side under against her will. Uh, he's got his whole dojo, you know, running. He corrupted all of them, made them his henchmen and yeah. basically like the Foot Clan. <laughs> but they're better than the Foot Clan. <laughs> um, so yeah, Leroy, he loves retelling the story about how he became the Shogun of Harlem, how he defeated Shonuff. You know what I'm saying? And, He's like, yeah, I'm not, I told him. I was like, I am. I'm the master. <laughs> That's what I said to show up. I said, I, I am. came off that pool fucking <laughs> healed, son. <laughs> so after Leroy takes over Harlem, then he starts, you know, invading the Bronx and then Brooklyn, just taking all the, you know, the Negro boroughs sure. in New York. So obviously the white people were content for them to, you know, black on black crime, like, fuck it, they're fine. They're just staying in the black neighborhoods. Yep. But then all of a sudden they start getting worried that he might expand, start hitting up Manhattan, uptown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Can't be heading in the white neighborhoods. So the authorities go to Shonuff. They get like, we're going to let you out of prison. You guys help us stop Leroy. Bruce Leroy, he's the new shotgun of Harlem. He's fucking shit up. <laughs> Shonuff is like, yo, man, I can't beat him. He already whooped my ass. He's like, I can't do it. And then they're like, come on, man, we need to get you out. And he's like, all right, we, we got to, you know, they convinced him somehow. He, sure. Maybe he had a daughter somewhere. They were like, here. <laughs> like <we're>, Jaguar. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> we'll set your daughter free if you do something. So in order to beat Leroy, Shonoff knows he's not qualified. So he goes and seeks out Leroy's former master. Okay. And the master's like, yeah, man, I fucked up. Leroy's gone crazy. <laughs> he's like, you're the only one that can do it, Shonoff. He's like. In order to beat Leroy, since he's mastered the golden glow and the red glow, you have to seek a higher power, a higher form of chief glow. You must find the secret purple glow. Ooh. So now the master tells him the story about how the purple glow, there's only ever two masters in existence at the same time that can, you know, control the purple glow. So you have to seek them out wherever they may be. Nobody knows where they be at. And then you have to master the purple glow. Sure. Come back and whoop Leroy's ass. So... Master, Leroy's master, and now Shona's master knows that the two purple masters in existence on the planet is Master Bad Motherfucker, played by Sam Jackson, <laughs> and Master Prince, played by Prince. <laughs> so, <laughs> Shona's got to seek these dudes out, wherever they may be, and learn to glow. And then he finally does. He seeks them out, finds them both. And talks to him and tells him what's going on and this, that, and the other. Talking about the master. And he has to go through these trials and tribulations and fights and do all this shit. And he masters the Purple Glow. Comes back to Harlem. Has a big showdown with Leroy. Kills Leroy. Sets everybody free. Sets everything right. But Shonuff is still Shonuff. And he wants to be the Shogun of Harlem. <laughs> so he takes back over. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, okay, 
But sure enough, was doing a little bit better. Than he, sure. was. he wasn't so crazy. Sure. He was just like, yo, man, I'm just going to chill in Harlem, do my thing. Um, But he was still kind of kind of, kind of doing it with an iron fist, but not, like I said, not super bad, but sure. not super great. Yeah. Um, Eventually. Lesser of two evils. Yeah, it's basically. basically. So eventually, things get out of control. Um, People weren't liking what he was doing because he was coming up. You know what I'm saying? And then they sent in Luke Cage and Iron Fist, <laughs> Danny Rand, to go deal with Shonuff. <laughs> And then Shonuff killed them too. Damn. That's, you know, he took over. He just like, fuck it, Harlem is mine. And he just ran Harlem. And that's it. And Bruce Leroy's brother got CTE. Yeah. He's all retarded. <laughs> <laughs> well, he killed himself. He killed himself. Yeah, he went crazy. Murder suicide. <laughs> he was like, uh,. <laughs> What's her, what was the main chick's name? Laura Charles. Yeah, Laura Charles. He's like, bitch, why don't you ever love me? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't interested in that, man. He just wanted to be Shogun. <laughs> no, Richie, his brother. Oh, yeah, Richie. During, during yeah. his murder-suicide. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. God damn. Yeah, I was proud of that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Netflix don't steal that shit. Bruce, Bruce Leroy's dead. Shogun's running Harlem again. You know, fuck around. I don't, I don't know, but I always just thought that was just a badass title, the Shogun of Harlem. Yeah, like ain't no Shoguns in Harlem. <laughs> you know, fuck around and get the uh, dude from Dragon Ball Z to show up and fight Goku. <laughs> Goku, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like Vegeta'd be more likely to want to show up. <laughs> Who's out here talking all this shit? I'm a Super Saiyan. It's my pick for uh, next week's movie, and I'm going to choose. No Country for Old Men. Oh, that's a good pick. I like, I like that. that. I uh, I saw a meme that was like, they showed uh, the coin, or like they, there was something implying something to No Country Old Men. Like, okay. we can't be friends if you don't know what this is from. And I was like, I know oh, what that man. shit is from. <laughs> so it made me want to watch that shit. So, cool. No Country for Old Men next week. And um, got it. Perfect. And uh, so, what are we? Uh, what are we drafting this week? Uh, we're drafting top five, number two. So basically, the boss's right hand man, be them good or bad. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask whether good or bad. Um, I was debating on whether or not it should be like sidekicks. I think sidekicks is kind of a different. Okay. It is. But like, it's a little bit different because I mean, we it could is. Do, we could, we could do, do a different. I feel like we can do a different. We could do a sidekick episode. Yeah. Yeah. Draft of best sidekicks. But there can still be good number twos. Yeah, yeah, so a boss, just more like, I mean, in my mind, when I was making up the, when I thought of the category, I was thinking more of like bad guys. Sure. And like the number one henchman, their sure. right hand. I do so. have a couple of good guys on my list, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's definitely be some good guys. Yeah. Let me see here. Finally, we come to my number two man. His name, number two. For 30 years, number two has run Virtracar, the legitimate face of my evil empire. I believe you have first pick, sir. Cool, 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 cool. My first pick, I'm going to go with <laughs> Bob from Batman. <laughs> from Batman? The original Batman, Michael Keaton. Okay. And the Joker. Yeah. His right-hand man was Bob. Oh, sure. <laughs> He, Bob went out kind of cold, man, because Joker got mad when Batman snatched up all his balloons with the yeah. glass on it. Yep. And he's like, why didn't somebody tell me he had one of them things to take my balloons? And he's like, Bob, 
and then Bob gave him a pistol and he shot Bob. <laughs> but Bob was on point, man. He was always there with him, didn't answer, didn't question him, didn't talk back. He just did what he told and he was a good number two. Yeah. Number two henchman. Sure. But Bob's a classic for me. So, for me, this one might be, you might, you could argue this one a little bit, but I could also argue back. I'm going to say Darth Vader. Okay. No. I think, I feel like he's a number two. Technically, he was just the Emperor's little, little, little Aaron boy. I got no argument there, man. Sweet. I think that's a great number two. That's, uh... I don't know if he's great, though, because he kept trying to fucking overthrow and kill his master. I mean, eventually, yes, but, I mean, he did do some work. Like, when he first when he first went to the dark side, he motherfucker did some work on Endor and shit. They're also making that show. The Endor show is going to be pretty sweet, I think. Oh, yeah, that trailer looks yeah. sweet, man. But, yeah, Darth Vader would be my number one pick. Yeah, I actually had... I think I had Vader on my list. Sweet. Uh, Number two, and this kind of was what inspired this... This category, yeah, uh, Ray from the Gentleman. Oh, sure, yeah. I just thought he was a badass number he two. He was a badass number two. Yeah, <laughs> just handling shit and running point and yeah. taking care of everything. Like boss would have been nothing without his number two. Yeah, pretty much. Saved his life. Yeah, was out there putting in work. Putting in work. Tracking down uh Hugh Grant's goofy, weirdly sexual, sexual, <laughs> sexual predatory against Ray. <laughs> And then Charlie Hunnam's just a smooth motherfucker. He is, man. yeah. Yeah, I've actually uh, been wanting to watch that movie again. Yeah, I did just pop up. Like <laughs> it's a like great that. fucking movie. It is, man. Like I said, uh, Guy Ritchie has not disappointed me in any of his movies. Nope. I like all his shit. Uh, with my second pick, I'm going to take Go-Go from Kill Bill. Mm, I think she's... she even... Yeah, yeah. She even she, said she, that she was... more like a bodyguard. She Didn't she say number two, though? Uh, I mean, I feel like she's just. Yeah, she was. It's more hard. About, yeah, that's that's a gray area. Yeah, like she was, you know, uh, Oren's like right hand. Yeah, but or they were close, but I feel like she was just muscle. Whereas, like a number two, I feel like deals in every asset of the sure. of the enterprise. You know, they okay. can do logistic stuff. Their team leader, this, that, and the other. Gogo was just muscle. Okay, well, I can. I but I, I mean, I'll let it slide because it's, it's, it's a gray area. I give it to you. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna take her because I, okay. I do feel I, like I had we, a mad crush on Gogo for a long we, time. We just, we don't know if that bitch was crunching numbers on something. <laughs> right. the she is Chinese, so <laughs> Japanese, so yeah, they all have at least some right. kind of math skills, <laughs> right? <laughs> I wonder who was the one bitch where she cut off her legs. Was that her number two? That was. Bills. That was like, Bills. Okay. That secretary bitch. Yeah, um, that one that she uh, dumped Sophie down Fatale. the hill. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she was. I don't know how important she was to Bill, but she was kind of like his she secretary. Was doing some shit. Her logistics. Sure. His assistant. <laughs> um, number three, I want Charlie Prince, three ten to Yuma. Okay. Played by Ben Foster. Yes, yes, yes. So he was. Was it? Um. Uh, who's the main bad guy? Um. Russell Russell Crowe. No, Russell Crowe was a good guy. No. Wasn't he? No, it was um Christian Bale. Oh, that's right. He was the farmer that was yeah. helping get Russell Crowe yes. was the main bad yep, guy to, yep, to yep. Yuma. And Charlie Prince was his right-hand man, and yep. he was just relentless and ruthless. Honestly, I felt bad at the end of that movie when Russell Crowe turned, and he was like, nah, he, he felt bad for Christian Bale. He was like, go ahead, take me to prison. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then Charlie Prince was like, what the fuck, dude? I can't arrest you. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> it's just like... I felt his heart break. Yeah. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to kill you now. 
But he was badass. And I have to watch that again. But that's that's a good movie. Sure. Oh, uh, with my third pick, I'm going to take Gazelle from uh, the Kingsman. Uh, I she mean, was, yeah, she, she, yeah, you're right. No, she that was, one. She's more, yeah. She, you know, she's my more bad. than go go. She was doing some computer work and analytics, and okay. Yeah. And she also was that's a, that's a good pick. I missed that one. That's yeah. a really good pick. I like that. And it's poor little Tink Tink. Yeah, <laughs> I got a crush on her too. Go go and uh, what's her real name? Um, like, what's her name? Sophie mm. Sophia Butella. Yes. Yeah. She's she's. She's sexy as hell. You see her in uh, Atomic Blonde? Yes. Or Charlie's yeah. Theron? That little sex session? Oh, wait. Yeah, yep. boy. <laughs> well, I go out there and say, yep. <laughs> I'm going to take Mini-Me. <laughs> Was it number two more? His number two? Well, I guess. I got number two. <sighs> he would be my number two pick for number two. Because okay. Mini-Me, I think, was a little bit more dedicated. Was, Number two was just focused on schemes and making sure. money. Mini-Me was just down for whatever. She was just down for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Between number two and Mini-Me, Mini-Me, I think, is better. Yeah. And he didn't talk back. He just squealed. <laughs> he was relentless. <laughs> he, did ch- he did turn on Dr. Evil, though. Because Dr. Evil was neglecting him. That's true. He got spot, uh, Scott. Yeah. Uh, with my fourth pick... Because we got loud ass fucking family upstairs. Do this quick. Bellatrix Lestrange, right hand man to uh, Voldemort. I mean, I feel like he had a. It's hard to tell who his legit right hand like, was. I feel like he trusted her the most from from the books and from the movies. I okay. feel like he was sending her out to do some. some just because she was like just batshit crazy loyal though. Like I think he knew he trusted her in the sense that she would never go good. Right. Whereas I feel like the way he treated um, uh, Malfoy, Malfoy yeah. like he knew Malfoy wasn't a hundred percent about that sure, life. He was more he was more in fear of Voldemort. Like he didn't want to upset him. Whereas Bellatrix was just down and crazy. Sure, sure. And even um, uh, Wormtail. Yeah. Like Wormtail, you know, he had to put in some work. And he was kind of a side, but he was. Those people were, I felt like, were just more out of fear. I mean, he sent her to kill Sirius Black, and she did. Right, right, right. I think he trusted her. Just from what I remember from the books, too. He okay. he was... Uh, I can't remember. I'll have to see if I can find it. But I just remember they, they had like dialogue where he was just like, Bitch, I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Um, I like Lee Christmas from The Expendables. That's Jason Statham. Oh, sure, yep. So, to... Uh, <laughs> Barney Ross, yeah. Stallone's character. Yeah, so, just got done watching though, so yeah, he was pick. he was down. Even when Stallone kicked him to the curb in the third one, they're like, "Nah, bro, we're coming with you." <laughs> Perfect. Uh, my last pick, I'm gonna take Bane from uh, Batman. Um, yeah, I suppose he's number he, two he to was, Ra- Talia Al Ghul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that one. Yeah, you know, and they had the big reveal that Talia was actually the brains in the the. The, the one behind yeah. everything and the son of Ra- the yeah. child of Ra's Al Ghul. Yeah, Bane was just out there doing it all, making him taking all the heat, making mm-hmm. shit run. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's some good picks. That might have been your best draft. I that might have been, yeah. Shit. <laughs> um, I got Darth Vader, Go Go, Go Go, Gazelle, Bellatrix the Strange, and Bane. Nice. 
Uh, I went with Bob from Batman, Ray from The Gentleman, Charlie Prince from 310 to Yuma, Minnie Me from Austin Powers, and Lee Christmas from The Expendables. Uh, let's see. Honorable mention, Spock. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Jaws from... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, number two, and Merlin from um, The Kingsman. Okay. I felt he like he was the number two to... Okay. Um, Who's Gal- Galahad? Galahad. Galahad, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one's definitely more of a sidekick, but I had Vigilante from Peacemaker. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Holy shit. <laughs> He'll be on my Vigilante or my sidekick list. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> good shit. That dude's also batshit crazy. <laughs> and also down for whatever. Uh, yes, whatever fucking Peacemaker dude, wants dude, to do. Dude went into prison just to fight dudes today. <laughs> You got my back like that. I don't want you on my back. <laughs> yeah, and then you had what Vader? And Vader, yeah. Number two from Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah the my, Bane my list wasn't super comprehensive. Yeah, my Bane pick. I kind of was like, technically, he's the number no, two. No, that's, that's a good pick. I like that one. Yeah. And I think I don't know. I like I like Bane. Bane was good. So shit. watching No Country for Old Men. Yep. And then we have to pick a draft for next week, and then we're done. We're out of here. Hey, if you like the episode, give us a like. Give us a shout out. Tell somebody. If I work with you and you come up to me and say, hey, I liked your episode, I appreciate that shit, too. I appreciate you, motherfucker. <laughs> tell that motherfucker I appreciate him. Uh, I try to tell everybody that I can. I mean, more, the more people that listen, the better it is. So. Yeah, we're only getting better. Yeah. What are we drafting? Uh, let's do... Top five most badass assault scenes. What the fuck is that? An assault? Like an assault on a... Assault on Precinct 13? Sure. Assault. So like... So like... Motherfuckers trying to attack a building. Oh, okay. Sure. Break into a camp or a base. Like an assault, a siege. Sure. Okay. Cool. I like it. Okay. Assault or siege? Yeah. Assault or siege. Under siege. Other than that... I don't think we missed anything. Did we? No. I don't think so. It's been a while. Yeah, right. Uh, if you like our show and you, or you want us to draft something or anything like that, hit me up. You know, we got our Instagram, we got our Facebook, got my personal Facebook page. You got you can email us at battledraftpodcast at gmail You can send us shit there, whatever you want. You want to send us some fan art? I like that too. Anyways, thank you very much. Talk to you all later. Bye. That's all right. This fucking